0: Yes, welcome indeed to the wonderland, that mystical place where the sun never sets on the rolling fields of endless alternative thought and speculation, or something like that. I'm Jeff Healy, Australian musician/slash comedian, now based in Germany, and for the next 15 minutes or so, I'm going to be presenting you with hopefully interesting and useful takes on certain aspects of what it means to be a person in this day and age, as opposed to being an antelope or a reptile, which, quite frankly, would be tricky. For me to comment on that, obviously. Now, on top of the thoughts and the theories that I've got in store, we're also going to be hearing a bit of new music. So, yes, the Wonderland is a mixed bag But what a carefully and lovingly created and carefully curated mixed bag it really is. Speaking of mixed bags, I was never a big fan of those bags of mixed sweets that you'll get at a supermarket or a sweet shop. Nah, I never liked those. Or at least I was never really entirely comfortable with them. I've always been a single sweet, one thing at a time type of guy. And... I always felt that there was too much expected of me if I was handed a variety of different concepts to deal with all at once, whether they were algebra equations, calculations, life issues, or indeed, lollies. Give me a bar of chocolate, give me one type of sweet, and I can deal with that and deal with it well. And once I've dealt with that, you can give me anything else you want to, but please, only one thing at a time. So, yeah, you know, it's obviously a mental thing. I also have problems listening to music and reading at the same time, for example. I can't do it. And I truly do envy those of you who can. In fact, I think I would do a lot more reading if I could just couple it up with listening to music, which is actually my favourite activity of all. Now, having said that, as a piano entertainer, I've got absolutely no problem with some other forms of, if you like, multitasking, such as playing and singing at the same time, or even playing and singing and having a conversation with someone at the same time, as is absolutely necessary if you're playing a piano bar in Norway. Because for whatever reason, when you're playing and singing a song, in a Norwegian piano bar. It's a matter of time before somebody comes right up to you and begins to talk to you while you're in the middle of a song and sometimes when you're actually in the middle of singing. And it doesn't seem to occur to them that it's physically impossible to sing and talk at the same time. Now, I used to get really annoyed about this, as do a lot of piano entertainers up there, but it's simply one of those things that you've got to be good-natured about and just find a way around. And so you do. I think all of us occasionally are presented with challenges like this, though, in which we can't believe that the other person cannot understand how we can't possibly do what they expect us to do perfectly in that precise moment. And then the challenge is to not verbally abuse them, and that may be the biggest challenge of all. So once again this week, we've had some suggestions from listeners as to subjects that they'd like to see covered here on The Wonderland, and so I'm going to pick a couple of of subjects, from random, I've got a few here, and uh, let's just have a look. Alright, okay, um, yeah, we'll see what we can make of these, and of course we do have an appropriate forum for this type of discussion. We are going to go there right now, and of course, it's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know, I'm going to tell you what I think I know, and I know what I know, this is what I know. And welcome to another Q&A-style edition of Theory Time. So anyway, I've just randomly selected a couple of emails, and coincidentally, both of them come from Australia. The first one is from Wayne in Port Adelaide, who... okay, he's actually asking for some advice. Well, Wayne, the Wonderland isn't actually an advice forum as such, but... uh, now, look, I do appreciate you listening to the show, and so let's take a look at Wayne's subject or his question and see what we can actually do. Okay, so, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. all right, so Wayne writes, when my wife and I first got married, she was always really nice to me and just generally very warm and loving and a caring person, but now, 16 years later, she's become very cold and she's sick of the sight of me. What should I do? Well, Wayne, first of all, I'm very sorry that you're having such a tough time of it right now. And look, this is clearly a thing that many people experience after having been in a relationship for a long time. But I would suggest the most logical path towards a permanent solution here would be, okay, here's what you do. Go out to Maya at sale time or any half-decent department store, Um, find some really nice-looking pullovers and socks and jackets and woolly hats and maybe some gloves as well for your wife. Present them to her with a bunch of flowers, tell her she looks great in them, and she will never, ever be cold ever again. Either that, or you can move the family to Darwin, where it's as hot as buggery, and, well, problem solved. And as for being sick of the sight of you... Well, look, Wayne. I think with either of those solutions in place, she'll see you very differently from here on in. Okay. And next, we've got uh, Lauren from Canberra, who wants my take on the subject of bed making. Mm. Okay. Lauren says that her boyfriend has a very different approach to the whole thing than she does. Well, Lauren, actually. does phrase things a little differently in this email, but, uh, Lauren, look, this is a family show, doll so I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit, okay? Well, okay, so let me put it this way. Lauren, the whole thing about bed-making is that for a male, it's essentially tidying up, that is, making sure the sheet and the doona and the pillows are on the bed in the more or less standard fashion, you know, ready to get into and go to sleep. But for a woman bed-making is an opportunity for a demonstration of her skills at interior design. Now, this is particularly obvious by the different attitudes of men and women toward the subject of pillow placement on the made bed. Whereas a man will really only pay attention to the pillow that he puts his head on, a woman, however, when bed-making, will instinctively locate as many different types of pillows, cushions or even stuffed animals as she possibly can to arrange in such a way to make it look a bit like a jumble sale for secondhand soft furnishings. And Lauren, I have learned from years of bitter experience that my own skills in random pillow slash cushion arrangement are apparently substandard, and that I should not even try to lift my game in this area, because it will never meet the exacting specifications of your average female. Now, as much as I'm not going to get into a contentious discussion about this with any people or persons who may be female and currently engaged in bed making at my place of residence, for the record, I do want to point out that none of us is actually living at IKEA. And the whole exercise of strategic pillow-slash-cushion arrangement on any bed is about as logical as rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. This is what I know... Theory time. And that's it for another nicely arranged and possibly comfortable edition of Theory Time. Now, if it's been a while since you've joined us here at The Wonderland, or even if it's your first time listening to the show, our next regular segment, Song of the Day, has undergone a reimagining in recent times. Whereas for the first 34 episodes of the show, you'd be treated to a taste of one of my own musical creations every week... I decided that it would be good to broaden the segment's horizons a bit. And so now, you'll still be hearing songs from me, but you'll also be hearing songs from what I like to call Wonderland-approved artists, whose work I admire and enjoy, and which I think deserves a wider audience. Today, however, you're going to hear a snippet of another song from me. This is a recent instrumental composition, just me on the piano, and it's called... Romanance. Take a listen. There you have it, a bit of a sneak peek of Remenance, which is French for Afterglow. Needless to say, if you want to hear the whole song, along with all of my other musical inventions, you can do that on any of the streaming services and also on my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. And there's also a music video for it, which you can find on Instagram or on YouTube. Something else you can check out right now, though is the very latest episode of that bi-weekly descent into cutting-edge pointlessness,
1: which we like to call... Good Times with Big Jeff and, and Little Kev. OK, Kev. Hey. Jeff. Hey, man. Hey. How are Kev? you? I've got a question. Yeah. Do you want to be starting something, Do yeah, oh, you want to, yeah. something? Yeah. want to be starting something? Oh, you want to be yeah. starting something? You want to be starting something? Imagine. You want to be starting something? is that a Michael Jackson reference? It is a Michael Jackson. It is a Michael Jackson, except he goes... Yeah, yeah, And da 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 yeah, yeah.
0: God He man. does that something like He's that. hoping it had
1: surgery okay. after that one, Jeff. Should I switch to decaf? Maybe. I, don't know. I think that might be it's better. A thought. That might be better. It's a thought. Listen, I have something that's been I don't know, you know there are phrases that are that are out there in, in our language and I'm sure in other languages there are are funny, scratch your head kind of phrases. Well yeah, um, okay. pro bono. I mean Pro bono, or oh, now that's an interesting one because I, I I would like to think I know what that means. It, it's only in the legal world, isn't it? Normally, or what is it? Was sort of legal what Latin does that mean? Latin legal? Did they have lawyers
0: back in in Roman times? Latin guys that were standing outside, you know, rooms saying, "Hey,
1: pro bono over here, pro bono." Yeah, but it's, people are like, "Yeah, but what's Jeff? About? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff." It's not like you two was back in the you know back in those days, right? It's oh, that's true. It? So, but
0: makes it simple. Isn't it pro bono?
1: Like you're for, pro Bono. Like you're for him. if you're for Bono, yes. if, you, if you're in favour of in Bono. Favor, in favour of him, yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe when you 2 the band, was born, they were trying to choose lead singers and so they had to separate them into groups. Okay, over here we have the <laughs> pro bono <laughs> lobby and over here we had exactly. the pro-Johnny Johnny Smith. Johnny lobby. Smith. Now, clearly... It would never
1: have sounded the, reason... the same. And now the lead singer oh. of U2, Johnny Smith.
0: No. no. Nah, wouldn't have worked. And that's why Bono got the job. Exactly. And that's why pro-bono is an expression
1: today. But doesn't Bono mean good? So you're for good. It could be, for good. It could be, it could mean that.
0: I don't know, and I'm not looking it up because this is so much fun. Not understanding. Folks, sometimes there can be tremendous joy to be found in being an idiot and not knowing what's going on, and we are, I believe, proving that You know, I
1: think you and I should start something called, like, anti-Google. So, like, it's the opposite of what you would expect, you know, an answer to be. So you want to be starting something? (laughs) Exactly. I want to start in something. I'm always well, I'm thinking, thinking of new sense. angles of like, what can we do? Okay. Jeff, yeah. this whole thing of you and I getting together is like, what can we do now? And this is what yeah, happened. Ooh. What a terrible thing. Exactly. It's awful. Pro bono. Let's get
0: back to pro bono. Okay, okay. we've got Bono sorted out. Now, if Bono had married Yoko Ono, then she'd be Yoko Ono Bono. Or would he be Yoko Bono Ono, depending <laughs> yeah, on how they decided to organize What if that you were thing. for both of them? Okay, pro Yoko Bono Ono. Pro Yoko, pro Bono. <laughs> oh, Yoko
1: Bono Ono. Pro bo- Wait, no. No, that's wrong. Pro. Yoko Ono Bono,
0: pro Yoko Bono. Try saying that ten times. I can't even say it once.
1: So there it is. We've expanded upon my thought of you know, uh, whatever the second or whatever. I don't know.
0: I'm glad you did, Kevin, because you know this is why we have you on the show. This is why the show is half you,
1: hmm.
0: because it can't be half me or well it can't be all me, can it? It's already all me. And then we have this what we call the segment, right? Yes. We're good times. This us. is the segment. Yes. Now, Kev, I've got another little thought for you. A
1: oh, no, so you've got I a thought? Bought, now. Okay.
0: Yeah, I do. Can I have a thought? Yeah. Sure. Well, okay. you do. I bought this little unit t- to plug a microphone into so we can record remotely like we're doing yeah. right now. You're in Austria. Yeah. I'm in Germany. right? And it's called the Beringer Euphoria. And I have to say, Kevin, I He's... am absolutely, I, I feel like I'm on another planet since I've started using this. Are thing. you I'm euphoric?
1: Euphoric. Oh. I got oh, to it idea. first, didn't I? I'm so, I just ruined Yeah, it. yeah you did. I can give you the space and, and, and let you do it on your own. So tell me more about that, Jeff. How are you feeling about your new purchase? I'll tell you.
0: I'll tell you how I'll feel. I feel euphoric and if I look at myself in the mirror which I could do whilst recording this and I am in a way because I've got a computer screen that's off in front of me and it acts as a kind of a mirror, my eyes are wide open folks, if you can imagine this and I'm looking literally euphoric, like I'm on some kind of drug, but I'm not. No, Beringer has created the Euphoria, UMC 202 hd and it is putting me in this state of mind. So Kev, I just wanted to share that with you.
1: Now, Jeff, when did you get that? Because I I have to say you do sound a little bit different now you know
0: I do I do yeah and it's changed my life it's changed my my view on many many things Kevin like including well including the incarceration of innocence I I feel very differently about that now
1: (laughs) I think you should Jeff and you know what I do I feel I feel a little bit innocent and naive but shouldn't we be finished this segment by now we should, if we can work out the difference between
0: incineration and incarceration, and if the two are in any way linked or close, we should investigate, but not now. I'm gonna check it out on, on the anti-Google. Yeah, because I, I can't be asked doing it right now.
1: I don't blame you. Good times with Big Jeff. Little yeah.
0: We'll be back with more good times in exactly two episodes from now. So a few mornings ago, I got out of bed and I went to the bathroom, I took a shower and a shave, did all of the usual things that I do in the morning as necessary, and whilst doing so, I made a few comments to myself, out loud, about various things which, of course, I don't remember now in detail. But I do feel the need to talk about this today, and you are just the people that I need to talk to about it. So in order to do that, we are now going to take advantage of the most studiously avoided part of the show. Yep, that's it. It's Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome once again to my thought of the day. Now, I don't know why I've never thought of this thought before, because I think it's a thought worth thinking about. Let's see what you think. I'm going to start with a question, and that question is, is it normal to talk to yourself? And when I say talk to yourself, I do mean talking out loud, obviously when nobody's listening, or at least hopefully, but essentially what you're doing in these moments is having a conversation with yourself about something. Now, I've done this my entire life. It's one of the few things I remember really distinctly about being a kid and growing up, and because now, as a travelling piano entertainer, I spend a lot of time by myself, it's something I still very often indulge in, usually without, you know, thinking too much about it. Until today, that is, when one of the members of my household pointed out that she had been at least partly able to hear me talking to myself in the bathroom, and seemed quite amused at this. Now, fortunately, I had said nothing incriminating, apparently, but it did start me thinking about how many other people out there do the same thing. I remember when I was a kid, talking to oneself was half-jokingly considered one of the surefire signs of madness. So, as a result, it was something you only ever did when you were absolutely sure that nobody else was within earshot and you would never admit it. Anyway, needless to say... I did a bit of research on this subject, and the good news is that not only is talking to yourself completely normal, but psychologists seem to think that it is a sign of high cognitive functioning. In other words, it means I'm smart. So, to you, derise of laughing family member. Also, though, I should point out that talking to yourself can actually help you with problem solving, and it's a really good way to rehearse any future conversations you're going to need to have which you're not looking forward to. Now, with all that in mind, I still personally believe that it is best done when one is absolutely sure that one is completely alone, in much the same way as other necessary things that we do best on our own when completely alone, right? Right. Enough said. So there we have it, folks. And there is one final gold star I'm going to award to the idea of talking to oneself. And it's this it's also probably going to be the most intelligent conversation you'll have all day. And on that very reassuring note, we conclude Thought of the Day for today's episode and incidentally, the episode itself. Now, to all of you out there who have been listening, thank you so much for popping by, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please remember to subscribe or to follow the show, and don't hesitate to get in touch with me at www.jeffhealy.com if you've got any comments or questions or subject requests for possible extrapolation on a future episode. And now it's time for me to go out grocery shopping. So wish me luck. Take care of yourselves and each other. And don't do anything I wouldn't do before we meet again here next Friday for the next groundbreaking episode of The Wonderland. Mm -hmm. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Gotta come back to The the Wonderland. Wonderland.